Hey there, friends. Welcome to the CFC Leadership Podcast, where we focus on everything campus ministry, college ministry, and young adult ministry related. Whether you're already working in one of these ministry areas, thinking about starting a ministry, or you just have a burden for this age group, this podcast is meant just for you. I'm your host, Kyle Austin, and now it's time to join with us in today's conversation. I want to welcome you to this CFC Leadership Resource episode, and we just try to talk about and look at everything related to young adult ministry, college ministry, uh, and just try to bring resources and interviews to you. And today on our episode, I have my good friend, Matt Phillips, who is the assistant pastor at Gospel Light Baptist Church down in Tallahassee, Florida, and also the CFC campus minister at the CFC ministry at Florida State University. And so I want to take this episode really to talk in detail about an exciting event that universities host each fall uh, semester, which uh, Matt and his group had the opportunity to be a part of here very recently. So I want to just talk to him about the details and the opportunity there. But before we jump into that conversation, I just want to let Matt uh, take a moment to introduce himself to us, to our listeners. All right. Uh, Matt Phillips, and um, originally from Ohio, and God moved me down here to Florida. And uh, particularly to start the college ministry, the burden given to my pastor, who's my father-in-law, and um, just believe God was in it. God had burdened our hearts for that some time ago. And so been here, I think we've been actually at the college ministry now for, I believe it's close to six years, I believe, when we first started. And uh, so God's been good. I uh, got my wonderful wife, Rachel, three beautiful kids. And um, we're all involved in the ministry. The college ministry is kind of our, our main focus. Okay, that's great. So we've got a, uh, a up northern person, Ohio State fan, who's found himself down in Florida, where it is nice and cool um, yes. uh, in Tallahassee, Florida, at uh, Florida State University. So that's exciting to see how God moves. And I just appreciate Matt, his family. We've known them for uh, six or seven years. And God just really knitted our heart together for ministry for young people, and we were able to just walk with them uh, through their beginning stages of getting the CFC ministry at Florida State established. And I've just seen God do amazing things there, and prayerfully we can come back with an episode down the road and share some of that testimony. Um, But specific for today's episode, we want to talk about this fall, really FSU calls it the Fall Involvement Fair that they hosted in September. And this is an event that is just super exciting, a lot of energy. Most universities host an event like this. So I just wanted to kind of pick uh, Matt's brain. I saw they had a great uh, response, great turnout from it. So just share with us, Matt, a little bit uh, about what when this event happens, what all takes place at it, what it looks like from your perspective being a, a ministry there at CFS, uh, at Florida State. Okay. Um, it, it's usually the second, usually like the second week after classes start, kind of let students kind of get acclimated, get used to their schedules, and then it kicks off. Uh, this year was a little more unusual in the fact of uh, we were we were in a different location. And it seems like every couple of years we move around campus. This year we were on what's called Landis Green which is uh, kind of the main hangout in front of uh, one of the libraries. And um, it was outside. It was hot. Uh, Two years ago, pre-COVID, we were in one of, it's called Tully Gym, which was great, air conditioned. This, it was hot. It was was kind of, the devil was fighting. I'll just say it like that the whole time. And um, it's great. They have, um, FHU has over 700 student organizations which just blows my mind. Um, and it was evident at this year's involvement fair. We, um, 
basically it's just to allow the students to kind of opportunity to get involved in something at campus. Um, and uh, it's it's been one of my my favorite events of the year. And uh, just because you get a chance to meet students from all over the world. Uh, I didn't get a chance to tell you about this. I got a chance to talk to uh, a, a couple of gentlemen, one of them from India. And um, the other one lost my mind now. It's, it's another foreign country. They're master students and um, was able to give them a John Romans. And uh, may, their closed countries where they're from, I wouldn't be able to go there, but they came to us and was able to at least give them the gospel in written form. And uh, it's always an exciting time. So, yeah. Yeah, these events for me, uh, when they kick off the fall semester, whether it's the first week, third, third week of you know, classes started. It is like the epic event, uh, even for the campus, because they host lots of different uh, sub events off of it. Um, so for you, you, you're sharing, hey, this event changes locations, uh, which means you have to be very adaptable uh, to what oh, your yeah. location is each year. <laughs> um, so oh, yeah. when you're, you're saying, of course, you had international students come through, which is something, yeah, we, I definitely would love to mention. Um, here in a moment. So as you're set up, what, what, what does your setup look like? What are you guys, are you just out standing on the corner? Do you have a table set up? What does this look like? We, um, we had a table set up. It, the way the devil was fighting us that time was we had, we had gone to check in and it's like, it saves from uh, five to nine was what it was four hours. I thought this is great. Well, we get there and it's like, everybody's already set up. I'm like, are we late? And so I thought, oh, no, what's going to happen? So we go up there and, and as they there's a huge line of students checking in and our president, uh, he goes up and they didn't even promise that we'd be able to get a table. And so I'm like, oh, no. So he's like, I'm, I'm going to go walk around sitting upon a table. And God put us at a table, which was awesome. It was right at the like the entrance where everybody converges. And uh, man, it, just, it was awesome um, because as people are coming through, we're like one of the first tables they hit. And, uh, and it was pretty amazing. Uh, we had the table set up, um, our president, he's, he's been so awesome this year, just been throwing ideas. We actually had cases of bottles of water that we gave out, even to people that didn't even sign up. We say, Hey, you want some water? And, uh, I think they were telling their friends that there was water down here. We're the only ones that were giving out water out of all those organizations. And uh, I believe God used that. Just you know, give a uh, give a bottle of water in Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> and it was just it was cool. Um, you know, we had that thing set up. Um, you know, it just it just really worked out great. Our guys, uh, we it's taken us a few years uh, to really get established a core, and we had uh, five guys um that were there working this table and i think we were only supposed to have two but nobody said a word um and i just it was awesome brother kyle i got to kind of just sit back in the shadows and pray and they just did all the work um they made connections they encouraged them to leave their emails they gave bottles of water they just all just it was really it really was a cool moment for us just to see them take ownership of the involvement fair yeah. And so these involvement fairs, of course, the school hosts them. They invite you because you are an organization there. They invite you guys to be a exactly. part of it. They provide you a location there on campus. And are you yes. limited as far as what you can say to students passing out information? Is there any limitations or requirements per se on any of that? Or is it pretty wide open? You mean specifically for the involvement fair or just meeting in yes. weekly? Just okay. Involvement um, fair specifically. Yeah, they... Um, they didn't have any. I mean, we we gave out. Of course, with COVID, we had to be a little more 
careful. And uh, we gave out uh, the small candy bars, you know, with our cups that had the gospel. We had a, I think it was a, a John and Romans, CFC John and Romans, and we had a church track in there. And um, no, we we didn't have anybody come say anything to us. We were pretty, we had a lot of liberty to do that. Yeah. And I, I think that's what I want our listeners to, un, to, to grasp is uh, Matt's been there for six years. They started really from scratch. I remember going there and you were looking at the community college initially because that's where you had students from. And if I'm remembering correctly, my memory can get a little faded sometimes, yeah. but uh, you were looking at the community college, which was very large. And then we were saying, you know, would love to do FSU, but maybe that'll be down the road. And God just turned the, turned the whole thing around and really just led into FSU. Matt has been there and Rachel have been laboring faithfully for, for years, building a core group. And so this is a benefit uh, that they receive. And what I want our listeners to see is, so they provide this opportunity for you. They bring the students through this event because they advertise it. They, you know, structure in a way where students are just going to pile through. And then you as a ministry uh, have no limitations, really. You're passing out John and Roman, so you're distributing God's Word. You're talking with students. You could pray with students. You can... Pass yeah. out tracks, everything, all that's uh, wide open. And when you said at the beginning that you had uh, two young men from foreign countries come and you were able to give them a John and Romans, um, mm-hmm. we have had that happen at these events over and over where I've had, I was at Michigan and I remember two young men came up to the table after I kind of took a break of standing up and talking to students sitting down and they almost bum rushed the table, kind of scared me. And they asked, can we get a Bible? You know, wow. and it's just here they are, you know, maybe first week in school in American soul. And because, like you said, sometimes these are closed countries. The word of God is maybe contraband or inaccessible. And here you had the opportunity to put God's word in these young men's hands. You have no idea what God may do with that. And so um, outside of that, what kind of response did you get from students, Matt, as far as um, did they show any interest? Were they signing up for anything? Or what kind of response did you get from the students as they were interacting? We had a we had a one of the best responses this year than we ever have. Um, I think last year, of course, we have a sign up sheet where they can submit their emails, which we need uh, to show interest uh, students that are interested. We need at least ten. And um, I think the last time we did it two years back, pre COVID, we had. Probably about forty, which we were, you know, praise the Lord, more than enough. But this year, God bless, we had ninety, and um, wow. that was it. Was just, and, and it wasn't just me that was excited. Um, man, our guys were, they were pumped. Uh, it was, it was so awesome. I get chills thinking about it just because uh, they did a great job. And and we had, um, you know, the students they come by and and they would see one of, and one of our students had a laptop set up had a system set up like a, a spreadsheet where they could enter in their name, address, or their name, their uh, FSU email, and their phone number to get involved with a group me, which is what, what our president kind of heads up for to communicate. And we had, you know, they they weren't shy. I mean, the students were very open and they, they loved talking. We had one girl, I'll just tell you this, we had one girl because we had four guys at that time. And she goes, is this a co-ed Bible study? Because <laughs> I only see guys here at the table. And I said, no, yeah. there are going to be females there as well. Um, and of course, we had our four best looking guys. We had tons of girls sign up, you know. Um, <laughs> and so it just it just amazing just to see that there was such an excitement on both sides of the table. Um, my favorite is talking with the students. And, and this time I tried not to 
butt in. If you're like me, I love conversing with college students. Um, but I remember two young ladies in particular I got to talk to and they were just real open and just, I said, listen, it's good to have a contact here when you're out of town. Uh, somebody, you know, it's, let's just say your car breaks down and you don't know where to take it. Well, it's good to know a local. And one of the girls looks at the other one. She's like, where is this place? Cause I'm having problems with my car, you know? And then I was like, no way. So I get, I wrote down the number and it's a Christian guy here in our town that, um, that always does works in our church cars, my car. And so you, you're kind of, you, you're just kind of doing life with them. You're, you're kind of just reaching out and just trying to be a blessing. Even if you never see them, they never darken the doors of the Bible study. They hopefully remember that time that, hey, this guy kind of reached out to me, not expecting anything in return. Uh, but the, the reception was, it, it was just amazing, just how God worked it out this year. Awesome. That's exciting to hear. And I know, uh, and I, what I want our listeners also to understand is you had your students uh, working this table, you were working it. Um, so it's something everybody can be involved in. And I love your perspective, Matt, and, and of really giving to the students or giving to the campus community without expecting something back. To me, that mm-hmm. speaks volumes to these young people when they realize, okay, there's somebody here for me, regardless if they do come to your Bible study or not, or maybe they'll come a month down the road because they, you know, you, you reached out to them, you built a relationship with them. Um, but just giving back without the expectation of, hey, what can I get from you? What, you know, what can you give me? Can you come to my church? Can you build up my numbers? Can you do this? No, yeah. that's kind of the wrong philosophy. It's what right. can we do? Like you said, give them water in Jesus' name. What can yeah. we do to share the love of Christ and really to right. grab their attention so we can give them the truth? So I love that perspective um, on that. So the involvement fair kicked off fall semester. You had students, yeah. I'm sure, that visited your your Bible study from uh, mm-hmm. from this event. Are there other events similar or are you able to do any other type of outreach events like this on campus? Yes, sir. Um, there's a thing called Market Wednesday where they have actually people from the community that set up tables to sell things. Um, we can also, as an RSO, we can set up with them on campus um, in a specific area designated for that. So it's not just the involvement. We don't rely on just the involvement fair. Um, we still set up our table like normal. We still hand out things um, to try to continually the big thing I tell the students is continue to be a presence on campus. Um, and, um, you know, that's, that's really the main thing that, that we can do. Of course, we have a spring involvement fair as well. Um, and I'll tell you one thing that we got involved in this year that kind of surprised me. One of our new girls um, who is, who's been coming has a Catholic background. She loves our Bible study, which is great. Uh, she said the Catholics were a little too informal or too formal rather. And uh, we're a little more laid back. We're chill. I think that's how she said it. Um, she got in touch. She, she works in one of the, uh, the dormitories now. She's an RA. And she went to a meeting and she took a picture of a thing called, it was a move-in tabling. And so uh, I thought, well, hey, let's get involved in this thing. So uh, in the course of the week before school started, I had we had several students that signed up or actually participated. And we set up tables right by dormitories as parents were moving their kids in. Um, and we were able to make contacts through that as well, which was a new thing for us. And I thought, you know, I thought, wow, just one more opportunity. And so the opportunities are there, although there needs to be more. I even talked to him about that, about maybe trying to get involved in sporting events. Um, more, we just got to do, do more, have more of a presence uh, there on campus. So that's just a few ways. 
Yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that with us because I know there are multiple opportunities <clears throat> that are given to a reg registered student organization like yourself um, that maybe people don't realize the opportunities that are there. And I love right. your, your passion. Just be a, a presence on campus. But, hey, here's a new opportunity. Let's take it. Let's see what it'll what it'll do. You know, maybe it's something great. Maybe it's something we won't do next year. Um, right. But the, the the contact tables throughout the uh, the year, just trying to reach and engage students, um, it's vital. Uh, and so if, if a church or a person is maybe listening and they're going, wow, these are tremendous opportunities. You, you got to talk with 90 students in a day and, you know, got contact information and you're able to do this while they're moving in and talk to parents. And I think you've done summer orientations in the past as well. Um, yeah. You're doing this. Wow, this is I mean, I would love to do that at my local campus. So what would it take for uh, maybe somebody listening to be able to to uh, enjoy these opportunities? What, what do you have to be? Is there requirements with the school or is it I mean, what what does it take to to uh, um, to be able to partake in these events? Um, our beginning was unusual. Um, and just to kind of go back to that, how it all kind of. Uh, transpired um before we started i was on campus walking around praying seeking the lord's will and i saw a, an advertisement on campus for a thing called uh seminal discovery and what it was was orientation for parents bringing their students in and i thought oh well so i got in touch with one of the the fellows there who organizes it but it costs 375 dollars if you're not an rso so our church forked out the money for us to do that. And what I didn't didn't hit me was that's how we started our email list, um, which was, you know, it was well worth every single penny um, to do that. And so that was the opportunity we had that kind of kicked off how we were able to start on campus that following year. Um, and of course, you know, it doesn't it didn't happen overnight. It, it took some time to do that. But that's what, what we were able to do um, in regards to kind of getting the ball rolling, I guess, if I, if, you know, as being a new church, not having an idea how to get your foot in the door, which was perhaps the most difficult part because we didn't have a, a handful, two handfuls of students to start from our church. And so, um, you know, that's, that's kind of like how we kicked it off. And uh, the Lord just kind of, he supplied all the needs then just how we had our our beginnings, that whole thing could take uh, about an hour for me to explain just what God did. <laughs> and God did it um, to, yes. to put us in a position. And I knew that he wanted us there. I think that was really the big confirmation because I doubted myself many a time. I did. I'll be honest with you because you walk around, it's like, this is just too big for me. You know, 40 some thousand students, a major university and, you know, anti-God teachings, uh, anti-religion, you know, it just, and so the devil works on you, but the Lord really confirmed a lot of things through those steps that I took out by faith. Yeah, no, and I, I, I love your story and how God unfolded everything. And I think is trying to encourage maybe people who are listening, who would love to reach their campus. You went there and spent time on campus, just surveying, looking, talking yeah. to students, because you can go to a public university and do that. And yes. then you had this opportunity with this orientation event that you just said, hey, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. And from there, God connected you with students, began to allow you right. 
uh, to fulfill the requirements that Florida State had to become, when you said an RSO, I want to make sure our listeners know that's a registered student organization. And that's what gives Matt and CFC there all these open doors uh, on campus um, is through that RSO. And so they uh, were able to meet those requirements, were able to begin uh, having the official organization. And from there, everything is at their fingertips as far as opportunities. Um, yes. So I think it's amazing how how God has worked uh, to to grow this uh, this ministry. And let me ask you this: as we kind of uh, conclude here in just a uh, just next couple minutes, uh, you said you're able to serve together as a family. So this is something you, your wife, your kids involved with it. Oh yeah, yes, sir, absolutely. Okay. Um, the whole family every Tuesday night they go with us to campus, um, and they minister they minister to the students. I know my kids are 13, 12, and nearly 10, um, but I, I let them know, hey, you know, reach out. I can tell you how many times I have my littlest one who's 10 uh, standing over with all these six-foot college guys just looking at them and just having a talk, you know. It's, it's this bad is that my, my daughter has made these rubber band bracelets. Well, we have a fellow who's from Wyoming in our, in our Bible study going to FSU for his master's. Well, he's a Michigan fan, poor soul. Um, and, uh, so my, my daughter here at church, she made him a blue and gold bracelet for him to wear. And, uh, and you think, well, what's the big deal about that? To me, that's huge because my daughter is actually treats him like family. Um, and that's one of the big things we do. I treat all of our students kind of like my own kids. I watch out for them. Um, you know, they, when we go to Bible study, the, uh, our, our kids are walking around, they're talking to the students, students are engaged with them, they're, they're you know, connecting and all that. Um, and I think that to me is probably one of the most special times is when it's not my ministry, of course, it's the Lord's ministry, but our family as a whole, we all minister to these students. And that to me has been very rewarding in so much so that I have, I've got students that uh, have stayed overnight at our house. We got a, a married couple that I was allowed to this last December to to do their marriage ceremony for them uh, who came through our, our Bible college or through our uh, CFC ministry. Uh, I can't tell you how many times they'll call us at 10 o'clock. Hey, can we come over and hang out? 10 o'clock at night with three kids. You're like, come on over, not leave till two in the morning. Sometimes just stay overnight, you know? And that to me has been really, really cool. So. No, that's awesome. Um, I, mean, I know we could sit here and share story after story after story. Oh, um, but but I love, you know, I, I just want to emphasize uh, maybe somebody would love to reach their campus and be like, hey, I got kids. I don't know what I'll do with my kids. Kids can be a part of this ministry. They can go on campus with you while you lead the Bible studies. Um, and one, you got to think about the kid, the students who are there. They've left maybe brothers or sisters. They've left um Mm -hmm. uncles cousins they've left maybe grandpa grandpa and so they are one we find out these young people are looking for mentor relationships and so that's why they'll connect with somebody who's older than themselves look to a married couple to see what a christian home and marriage should look like and then these kids it's amazing how your kids are ministering but i'm sure you're finding over the years on the flip side those students are ministering back to your kids as well because that's what we've experienced with our um our kids and so to be able to do a ministry, I mean, think about it, a ministry on a secular university, they're giving you all these opportunities to reach students, no yeah. hindrance as far as what you can talk about. So in your Bible study, it's open. You guys can discuss the Bible. There's no hindrances. 
So what an opportunity for a family to serve in a ministry, to have an eternal impact. And uh, I mean, just what an opportunity. Uh, Matt, I appreciate you taking the time to really share with us uh, just uh, what God's been doing, and prayerfully we can get you back on to maybe share some more details uh, about how God unfolded the ministry there at Florida State. But if anybody wants to connect with you or your group, you guys have a website or any social media or anything they can connect with you on? Oh, yes, sir. Um, Our email is cfctally.com, and then uh, we also have our um, Collegians for Christ FSU on Facebook. So great. Okay. Well, if anybody who is listening, I'm sure Matt would be glad to, you know, connect with you, answer any questions, or, you know, if you have anything for them, or if you know a student uh, who's at Florida State or heading to Florida State, I can definitely highly recommend uh, you connecting with Matt. We have people reach out all the time saying, hey, I have a a daughter or a grandchild going to the school. Could you connect with them? And we will. We'll we'll get their information, do our best to connect. I know Matt's heart. Is the same there. So we appreciate you taking time today, Matt. I hope you have a great day. And to our listeners, we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope this podcast has been helpful to you. If it has, please share it with a friend or you can subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.